I'm so excited that you're here today. We've been talking about tithing. God is teaching us how to live in his kingdom right here on the earth so that we can be that example for those who don't know him. He wants us to show his goodness, his blessings. And when we learn to tithe and we understand why we're tithing and we know how to operate in, in that place, when we know exactly what's going on, we're going to be that witness for those who don't know him. So let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you for showing us, for teaching us, for choosing us to prepare the way for you. We love you so much. We thank you so much for caring so much for us, for, for offering us this blessed life, even right here on the earth, and, and for teaching us that prepares us to live with you forever. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. And so, yeah, yesterday we were talking about how um, we are blessed when we tithe because we're in agreement with him. And as well, we're getting ready to live in the kingdom. And the day before, we talked about robbing God if we don't tithe. If we don't tithe, he looks at us like a thief because we're not in agreement with him. And of course, the enemy wants us to talk us out of doing the will of God because then, as Jesus said, he's going to say, I didn't know you, you who practice lawlessness. And so we have to take all his law and do all of his law, not just some of it. When we just do some of his law, then his promises won't work for us. And we're going to be learning that about the tithe. So Malachi 3a, just to read it again, will a man rob or defraud God? Will you rob and defraud me? But you say, and what do we rob or defraud you? You have withheld your tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you are robbing me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes, the whole tenth of your income, into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And prove me now by it, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour out a blessing that there won't be enough room for it. And this is the part we're going to talk about today. We've talked about the other. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. He's going to rebuke the devourer for your sake. So when you tithe, the devil is suppressed. He's defeated. He's defeated. He's under the category of defeat already. And so when, when you don't tithe, you're, you're partnering, partner, partnering with him, and you're defeated because he's defeated. And so when you don't tithe, he can come in and still kill and destroy because you've left the door open for him. Just like if you don't obey any other of God's laws, then you're opening the door for the enemy. And so um, when you know, when you understand, which I don't think many do, that when you, when you, when you tithe, you have God backing you up. He's going to back you up. So you're wondering, well, then how come I'm tithing and I feel like I'm under the curse? I'm not robbing God. Well, the thing is, is as I just said, you have to obey all of God's law. And so when you tithe, you have to know what belongs to you. 
You have to know that the devil can't take your babies, your husband, your wife. He can't steal your stuff because he's rebuked. God said he re would rebuke him for you. But then another one of God's laws kick in. Jesus said, if you have constant faith, you're going to tell this mountain to move. You're not going to put up with that. You're, you're going to tell the devil what to do. You're not going to let him steal your babies or your husband or, or any of your stuff because you know what your rights are. You're a part of God's kingdom. You give 10% of your money. And we give offerings, which we didn't get into yet, but we will. But you do what God says, and you know you have that authority over the enemy. And when you tell him what to do, God's going to back you up because you tithe. And you're going to say, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. And you have power in your words because you're in agreement with God. So he's not going to do it for you because he gave you power and authority. Jesus, Jesus said, I give you power and authority. It's been given unto me. Now I'm giving it to you. And so when you rebuke the enemy, then God backs up your words. But if you're not doing that, then he can't. Because he said, this is the way it is, and that, that's the way it is. And so you have to do your part. You have to take that authority that has been given unto you and rebuke the enemy. If he comes with sickness, say, I bind you in Jesus' name. By his stripes, I was healed, and then God is going to back you up. But if there's another law that you're missing, you need to know that. And God will show you that. In fact, he'll butt right in. I remember lots of times when I was saying what I wanted to happen. And then he would say, yeah, but you're not following this law. And if you break one law, then you broke all the law. James 2.10, James 2.11. If you tithe, but you don't call those things to be not as though they were, then it's not going to work. If you call those things to be not as though they were and you don't tithe, it's not going to work. Jesus said, if you have constant faith, and constant faith means that you're constantly in fellowship with God. You live in unbroken fellowship with him. You do what he tells you to do. You do what he says. And you say what he says. You're in constant faith means you're in constant fellowship with him. You don't break his law once in a while. You don't camp out with the enemy for a while. You stay in constant fellowship with him. And the enemy is always going to come and try to get you to break a law. And not knowingly. I mean, we don't knowingly want to um, separate from God, which is what we do when we break a law. If we don't correct it, if we don't ask him to correct us, it's so important that you take that correction because that's his love. He loves you and he wants you to know what's happening. If we don't know what's happening, you know, so many people give a tithe just because they know they're supposed to, but they don't know the benefits of it. They give a tithe and, and then still go to the bank, still go to, to the doctor first off before going to God. The benefit of tithing is that 
God would bless you and rebuke the devourer for your sake. Because you took part in his life. Because you care about him. Because you care about what he cares about. Is not, is not his, his will that one would perish. He loves all of his children. And so he wants all of his children to have salvation. And when you tithe, you, you partake in that. You're taking part in his life. You're caring about what he cares about. And there are other, there are other laws besides these two that we're talking about right now. As well, he has called you to go for him. Jesus said, if you believe in me, if you believe me, you're going to do what I was doing. And so there's other things that you might not be doing that you need to do in order for this all to work together. You can't do one law and not another law and expect for this to happen. These are God's principles. This is how his kingdom operates in heaven. And he wants them to operate this way on the earth. Jesus said, pray that his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And when we start showing um, who God is on the earth, then we're going to be drawing people into the kingdom. They're going to be interested in knowing what we know. You're going to be that light. The world is just in, uh, used to this instant gratification. Just quickly, let's get it done. Let's get this accomplished. I don't care how we do it. My flesh just wants it done and over with. But God is going to teach you. Because you said a prayer and you said you agreed with him. And you wanted to live with him. So he's going to teach you how to live his way, which is a better way. It's a higher way right here and right now. And that way you're prepared to move into the kingdom. And you're prepared to be that witness for him here. And he's going to give you more than you can ask or think. Jesus said, I have come that you may have life, have it to the full until it overflows. And the enemy has come to still kill and destroy. And he can't still kill and destroy from you if you submit to God. If you do his way, if you fully obey him and do what is right in his eyes, you're going to be blessed in the city, blessed in the country, blessed when you go in, blessed when you go out. You're going to have that life to the full until it overflows. But if you pick the enemy... If you pick to deny God and not do his way, if you disregard his word, then the enemy's going to be stealing, killing, and destroying in your life, and you're not going to actually even know that it's him. You're cursed because you're not regarding his command. And that's why Jesus is going to say on that day, I didn't know you. You called him Lord. But yet you lived with the enemy on the earth. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father. So when you're tithing, when, you're, when you love, when you call those things to be not as though they were, when you resist the enemy, when you teach your flesh to be quiet and follow after the dictates of the spirit instead of the flesh, 
then Jesus is going to welcome you and you're going to fit right into the kingdom. You're going to be all ready to go. We're not ready because we don't know this stuff. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know God's law. And so God is reaching out because it's not his will that you perish. He wants you to know the conditions of heaven. Choose life or death, Jesus said. The word says. Choose life. Don't choose death. He gives us a choice. And so when you pick that abundant life, I have come that you may have life, have it to the full, till it overflows. Choose me. Choose me, Jesus is saying. Pick me. I want to give you life to the full, till it overflows. All you have to do is walk in my kingdom right here on the earth, and I'll empower you to do that. Living life his way right here and right now, preparing for eternal life with him. So if you disagree with him now, then you're going to disagree with him in heaven. And some people just don't get very far to even know if they totally agree with Jesus because the first thing they hear maybe is tithing and, oh, God wants my money. Forget it. I'm done. I'm not, I'm not going this way. I don't have enough money the way it is. But the thing that you don't understand is when you tithe, you're going to have more than enough. He said that. He's going to open the windows of heaven and pour out so much blessing, you won't have enough room for it. He said, tithes and offerings. So give, Luke 6, 38 says, give and it'll be given unto you. Press down, shaken together and running over. More than you need, he wants to give you. Right now you're struggling just to have enough. You're struggling just to have enough because the enemy has taken over in your life. If you follow these spiritual laws that God is giving us, then you would have more than enough. And so God wants you to learn his way so you're not in lack, so you're not suffering. He wants you to care about him, and he wants to be able to take care of you. But he's no respecter of persons, and so only that one that does his law can he bless. If you just... Ignore him, Jesus will ignore you. He said, you ignored me, so I have to ignore you. Same right now. If you ignore him, he's not going to pressure you to do life his way, but he's offering to come in agreement with me. Just give me 10% of all that's mine anyway, and I'll open the windows of heaven and pour out so much blessing you won't even have enough for it. God wants everyone to learn this. He doesn't actually even want us depending on each other, but on him. He wants to be your God. And when you go to another source, really you're making that your God. And then he can't do anything. He said you can't worship God and money. Ask to be one or the other. And remember, money does not have compassion for you, and it's temporary. God is eternal, and he's trying to show you how to have eternal life, and it starts right here where you are right now. He's amazing. He's amazing. You never ask him to come live on the inside of you. That's all you have to do. 
if you're willing to heed his voice, Revelation 3.20, he said, if you're willing to heed my voice, I'm knocking at the door of your heart. I'm reaching out to you. I want you to know you can't see without him. You can't see what he sees until he starts, until you let him come and live on the inside of you and let him teach you his way. And then all of a sudden you can see what you couldn't see before. You can understand what you couldn't understand before. When you ask him to come and live on the inside of you and you are willing to heed his voice, you're going to live a whole different life. You're going to be living actually in heaven on the earth. How amazing is that? God loves you so much. If you ask him to come and live on the inside of you and, and you commit to heed his voice, he's going to come. And you're going to hear him. And then he's going to start correcting you, instructing you, showing you how to live that good life. He came that you may have life, have it to the full, tell it over full. He didn't come to take away, to steal from you. He's not against you. The enemy is. The enemy is against you. He's the accuser of the brethren. He tries to get you to sin, and then he condemns you for it. Sin is dis disregarding God's commands. And so he's always working to get you to live in that campground. Miserable, back and forth, confused. Just obey him and make that your stance, and then life will get good, even right here on the earth. And you'll be preparing to live with him. You'll be caring about what he cares about because you'd be that witness for him. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for teaching us your way, for offering everything you have to us. Thank you for your, your compassion for us, that you haven't given up. That Thank you that you haven't come yet because we're not ready. And we agree. We agree with and care about what you care about, that it's not your will that one should perish, that it's not your will that we should live in poverty or sickness or disease, even right here on the earth. We're going to change our mind and prove that your will is good and perfect. We're coming in agreement with you. Only by your power on the inside of us can we do that. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. I hear Jesus saying he has a word for us. What is it, Jesus? I'm in love with you. And think about those in your life that you love and how much you want to do good for them and you would do anything for them. Know that that is how I feel about you. But until you come and, and, and submit to me, just let me have my way in your life. I can't do anything. When you reject me, it hurts me. It hurts me. Because when you reject me, I can't do anything for you. I don't favor only one. I love all my children the same. Choose me. 
save the Lord. Wow, thank you, Jesus. He's so good. He is so in love with you.